Force my friends is violence, the supreme authority from which all other authority is derived. And you know, there is something very important we need to do as soon as possible. Don't you blame the movies? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. Hello and welcome. This is the first episode and introduction to the Parents Guide podcast. A podcast where I will be discussing the violent and sexual content in movies. My name is David Turgai. I'm a teacher in real life. I have an Instagram account called First Last Shot where I've been discussing and analyzing movies for years now. And this is my attempt at branching out and trying to do something I love doing, which is talking about movies. But I don't just want to discuss movies randomly or just like talk for three hours about what is great about a movie and what isn't. I want to focus on two aspects, as I mentioned already, sex and violence. Sex and violence are an integral part to our lives and to movies as well. It is hard to find movies that don't have sexual or violent content or in which the sexual and violent content is not an important feature. The idea to naming this the Parents Guide podcast came from the Parents Guide section on IMDb, where parents that want to watch movies with their children can check which content the movie features that could be disturbing or problematic for children. And of course, most of the things that you find on the Parents Guide are of sexual or violent nature. I find that fascinating and a little bit silly because there is a reason to protect children from seeing things they are not supposed to see. But of course, it is impossible to completely avoid sex and violence in life because, again, it is part of life. We are created through sex. Our lives are often ended through violence. And most of the things we are scared of are connected to violence. While sex is something that governs a lot of our lives. So why are we so scared of it? Why do we have to warn people, parents, children of uh, sex and violence in movies? I would say the main issue is that we don't like to talk about it because there are certain taboos surrounding these topics. The origins of these taboos is not something I want to get into right now because then we, I would never get done. But maybe that's something we will be discussing in one way or another. But the fact of the matter is movies are sexual. Movies are violent because we are sexual and we are violent. Movies tell stories about us. So they represent who we are. We still try to classify movies into different rating systems, which is something we will also be discussing. And those rating systems are almost always based, again, on these two key aspects. If a movie has a high rating, you can expect it to be either sexual or violent or both. Because those aspects are so widespread, there is not really a limit to which movies can be discussed on this podcast. When you think of sex and violence in movies, you might think of obvious choices movies that are famous for their violence or for their sexual content. And we will be discussing some of those for sure. But what I also want to do and what I want to encourage people who pick movies who come on this show is to also talk about movies that are not obvious choices. Maybe because they are not movies that are often talked about, but also movies where the sex and violence is not an obvious thing to look at. In a way, this is even hard because so many movies have sexual and violent content. If you think of animated movies, they are, of course, made for children, and you won't see blood, and you won't see any nudity, but that doesn't mean they don't deal with violence and sex. Some of the most famous Disney movies 
have a lot of violent content and even sometimes sexual content. It might be implicit, but it's there and it has an effect on us. This is what I want to discuss. Which sexual and violent elements does a movie have? What effect does it have on us? What does it mean? How are the sexual and violent elements connected to what the movie wants to tell us? Are they integral? Are they connected? Is the movie just exploitative and wants to use sex and violence to shock us, to provoke us? I can assure you that many interesting discussions can and will be had about these subjects. I have recorded some episodes already, so I know that I'm not just uh, saying that in the hope that the discussions will be interesting, because they have been interesting already. And I can only imagine that future discussions about other movies will also be very interesting. I want to divide this podcast in different seasons, and season one will focus on movies from the 1990s. The main reason for that is that on my Instagram account, I'm looking at movies from the 1990s right now. But the 1990s are a great place to start, of course. If you think of iconic movies from the 90s, it would be hard not to come up with a top 10 of 90s movies and not think of movies that all have sexual or violent content in one way or another. Some of the most famous 90s movies are all about sex and violence. Sometimes more violence, sometimes more sex. But if you just think of typical 90s movies, Goodfellas, Pulp Fiction, Wild at Heart, Basic Instinct, Eyes Wide Shut, The Shawshank Redemption, Scream, even a movie like Groundhog Day, being John Malkovich, Heat, of course, The Big Lebowski, Schindler's List. I could go on and on, but I think, I hope you get my point. The 90s were a special time for violence and sex when it comes to movies. Quentin Tarantino is maybe an obvious name that comes to mind, but again, if you think of the movies of Paul Verhoeven, of David Cronenberg from the 90s, if you think of other directors of other movies from this time, sex and violence was prevalent, was everywhere, and it was different than before. This happened previously in the 70s, but the 90s was another resurgence and started a trend when it comes to sex and violence that I would argue has not really ended. The way sex and violence were depicted in 90s movies is more or less how it is still depicted today. Anyway, there is a good reason to start with the 90s. There's a good justification to see that the 90s was a decade where sex and violence really had a big impact on how movies were received and how audiences learn to deal with sex and violence in a new way. Of course, the 80s dealt with violence too, but it was much more sanitized, much more streamlined, and the 90s really tested the limits for what audience could take. And maybe in a way different than the 70s, so many of these movies were big hits. If you think of the biggest 90s movie when it comes to the box office, Titanic is of course about violence because it is about death. It is about the violent death of hundreds of people. But it also features one of the most iconic sex scenes of cinema history. So even there, you find that sex and violence plays an important role. If you look at the best picture winners of the 90s, you see the same thing. Dances with Wolves deals with violence. The Silence of the Lambs deals with violence and with sex. Unforgiven is essentially about violence. Schindler's List is about violence. Forrest Gump deals with violence as well, and also with the sex. Braveheart is all about violence, a good example for a Best Picture winner where the violence was new and shocking. The English Patient is about sex and violence, Titanic as I mentioned before, even Shakespeare and Love. And of course American Beauty, where the sexuality has become even more controversial in hindsight. So I don't have to go on, I think you get it. I think you know what I, what I mean when I say the 90s are a special time for sex and violence. This is what we will be focusing on in season one. 
Each week, a guest will pick a movie of their choice and we will discuss the sexual aspects of the movie, the violent aspects of the movie, the rating and its justification for this movie and other aspects as well. I don't know how long season one will go on, but then again, I don't know how long all of this will go because I just don't know. This is the start. I haven't released anything yet. I've just recorded some episodes. It was a lot of fun. It was incredibly much fun. And I really hope that you will have as much fun listening to our discussions and to our surprising interpretations or discoveries along the way as we had while we were discussing these movies. As long as you will join in and listen and like what, what I'm doing here, then this podcast can go on for a long time because as I think I have explained well enough, there is no limit, there is no end to movies that feature sex and violence that could be discussed here. Just focusing on the 90s could make this podcast last for decades. You, of course, cannot be as excited as I am, but I hope you are excited to listen to the episodes, to listen to my different great guests that I have had and will have, and to listen to all the things we discuss about these movies. It should be clear that all the movies we discuss will be full of spoilers because it is impossible to talk about sex and violence in movies and not spoil anything. So you should really, really watch the movies we are discussing. And I would argue in almost all of the cases, it's worth it, if only to listen to us discussing those movies. Anyway, I hope I piqued your interest a little bit. I hope you join next week when the first episode drops, the first real episode with the first movie discussion, which will deal with sci-fi violence, whatever the MPAA means with that. Until then, I can't await your feedback and your comments. I can't await where this project will lead me. I can't wait to hear from all of you. Until next week, goodbye. I guess, Wayne, you just gotta hold that old shotgun in your hand and it comes clear like it did for me the first time. That's when I realized my one true calling in life. And what's that, Mickey? Shit, man. I'm a natural born killer. <laughs>